Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. So our first two kids were boys, and we were sure the third was going to be a boy. And when she came out, we had nothing but joy. And I must say that having girls and boys has been a wonderful thing. It's a privilege to have a daughter. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. Danny, you've got a girl, so... Talk about the experience of being a dad to that little girl. Oh, I've loved being a dad. I There have been challenges. I remember the first exposure to hormones at around three, three, four years of age for her and uh, getting used to that. There are certainly differences. You got used to it. Oh, well, <laughs> I guess that was kind of, I just kind of glossed over yeah. that. I passed over the, the fact that that was a very challenging time in parenting and and responding to the reactions my daughter was having. But it, it has been uh, a, a way for me to love my wife even better because the way that I've seen my daughter and the way that I've uh, felt empathy and, and love and concern for her has also taught me how my wife's father would probably want me hmm. to treat his daughter oh, in our marriage relationship. Yeah. So it has given me lessons outside of what I expected and it has also challenged me to take those moments seriously where I can teach her about what it means to be loved and valued by a man. Hmm. And uh, my daughter and I have a, have a great time. And sometimes uh, there are those moments where I feel a little sense of nervousness. Who's going to be with my daughter? Hmm. And at the same time, I'm excited that someday she'll find uh, a man that loves her deeply. Well, that is my prayer for my girls. I know it's every daddy's prayer for a daughter. And um, we're going to hear now from one of our favorite guests who is a real expert in teen relationships and specifically uh, spends a lot of time talking with teen girls, Jesse Manassian. Here she is talking with Jim Daly. Jesse, you use a phrase in the book, mean mom syndrome. And I think I could almost say the mean dad syndrome because I know where this is going. But it's not about the parents. It's about the siblings. And yeah. tell me that dynamic where the older sibling kind of takes on that role. Yeah, I think, I mean, part of it is good. Our kids are, are part of that healthy growing up is imitating what they see in adults and sometimes for good or for bad. What I call they it see becoming bossy. I think, yeah, right? <laughs> I'm trying to look at the positive first. Yeah, that's but, so yeah. good of you. So the, the, the problem is that, especially for girls, and I, I would imagine possibly for older boys as well, for their, they kind of take on this like parental role, thinking right. that it's their job to uh, get their younger siblings into shape. Um, but for girls, I see a lot of this kind of mean mom syndrome. Like, it's, <laughs> at least I hope that that's not how I sound. But when it, they huh? take on that, because they don't have the, you know, the age of and wisdom that comes with age to be able to do it gently, they just come across as bossy and, and telling them what to do. And you should do this, you shouldn't do this. And it's kind of comical to watch sometimes because they're doing the exact same thing that they're telling their younger siblings not to do. But I think, you know, unfortunately, some kids don't have the luxury of having a parent in the home who's yes. parenting well. And so this gets a little bit trickier. But I encourage girls and boys, you, you still can take out the mean part. Even if you're forced to take on a bit of a parental role, um, you can still do it in a kind and gentle way. I'm thinking of those examples where, you know, my oldest is saying, hey, dad said you need to put your shoes yeah. over here. <laughs> 
And I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, but your shoes are over there. It's kind of like exactly. they got the concept, but they're still not executing exactly right. You well, know? We hope they'll get it before they have their own kids. And those poor younger siblings are just going, all right, whatever. You know, I so often see Troy just saying, yeah, okay, I got it. And he does it. And then I'm still looking at the older one going, come on, what about your shoes? Um, you talk also about that relationship between dad and teen daughter. Mm-hmm. And there's so many dynamics in that. And I think for a lot of us dads, not understood dynamics, not well enough. Yeah. Um, we try to sometimes, I think, parent our daughters like we do our sons. Now, we recognize the differences, but it, it is a different tack that you need to take. Describe that. Um, you had, you know, had to build that with your stepfather. But describe the challenges there, both from a, a, the dad's perspective, but also the teen girl's perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's so so many things to pack in and out of that. And I really want to make sure to touch on both sides, both for the dads to call you to a high standard of taking your responsibility with your daughter seriously to understand that that you are going to be the first taste that she has of what it looks like to have someone love you unconditionally, to appreciate who you are, to tell you that you're beautiful, to show you what it looks like to treat a woman well so that when she goes out and dates, she's going to know that this guy is not worth her time because he doesn't treat her the way that you treated her. And on the flip side, I also want to make sure that daughters know that you have the responsibility to let God fill up where your daddy's going to blow it because he is. He just is. He's not perfect. He's not your perfect daddy the way that God is. And so I've had both. I I, I feel like I um, wish that especially in those years when I was in the home, I wish that there was more warmth from my father, more of a, of a connection there. Um, but I also watched the way that God filled up those holes left by not knowing my biological father and also by the struggles that I had, um, with my dad in the home. Um, he was so faithful to make sure that I wasn't lacking anything mm-hmm. um, and to help me be confident and all those things that, you know, we point to dads. I feel like there's been a lot of talk in recent years about a dad's role and how important that is. And I'm so thankful for that, but I don't want to put too much emphasis there so that a dad doesn't feel like he has to play God and make sure that his daughter is, you know, understands her worth and her beauty and doesn't go looking for the attention of boys and it all rests on his shoulders or his daughter's going to become, you know, whatever. So, you know, one, let me interject there because I think one, of the things and we like simple i mean guys like simple presence yes a father just needs to be present yeah and i think if you can aim at that just to be available have those discussions make time to be able to just carve that time out maybe it's 10 15 minutes it's a walk around the block but just let her know you care and you know about her that's pretty simple yeah it's not complicated and that means you got to put some things aside maybe not do the work you planned on doing tonight but just give her some of your time. And I think if you do that, your daughter will be generally pretty healthy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. And again, it's not, unfortunately, our children have this nasty little thing called free will. So you right. could do everything perfectly and it, and it may not have the impact that you hope it will. But I mean, there's plenty of studies that show that that presence and that warmth, that availability do go a very long way in her formation and her identity and also in her, um, in her faith. The other area here, and this will be it for today as we're running out of time, but it's a powerful story with your mom. You and I share that. We both lost our moms to cancer, Um, but we haven't talked about the mom factor. Mm. Um, Talk about your mom, what you learned in that setting, uh, the fights you may have had, Mm. 
but more importantly, the love you had for each other. My mom was the wisest and the best. I Mm. am so grateful that she chose to keep me. I'm so grateful that she was brave enough to stick with a marriage that was very difficult for a lot of years. Um, I'm so grateful for her. The thing that I regret most is not the door slamming and the eye rolling in the years that I spent with Mm. her. The thing that I regret most is the apathy. And it, it really has fueled a desire in me to help families understand that change will come. We don't know when it will happen. It could be slow, you know, of them leaving the nest and going off to make a life of their own. But you just don't know how many days you have. And losing my mom, it's been 10 years now, um, has changed how I live today. Life is no longer safe in the sense that I realized that my my stepdad and my in-laws were mortal creatures. Right. And and Solomon in Ecclesiastes, he says, it's better to live in the, in the house of mourning than the house of pleasure, right? It's better to go to the funeral than to the party huh. because it teaches us how to live today. It right. reminds us of, of our end and it reminds us to live today with purpose and intentionality and to make the most of the minutes and the hours and the days and the years that we have with our kids, with our parents, with our siblings, um, and to do life on purpose. Well, that is well said. And that's really the crux of your book, um, Family, How to Love Yours and Help Them Like You Back. I think that is a perfect place to end. Um, have the long view and love each other, even through the tough stuff. You have touched our hearts today, Jesse. Having a caring father around makes such a big difference for girls uh, who become young women. And uh, Danny, let's talk about that. And some practical ways that you and I as dads to daughters can really make that happen. I think the first one is just time. Time and attention. When it, when it, my daughter's speaking to me, I, I, I've been guilty of not always giving her my full attention. And when I give her my full attention, I can tell that she feels valued by me. And maybe making a time for a walk or just sitting mm-hmm. down and saying, hey, honey, I'd love to hear how your day went. Tell me what was your biggest challenge today what was your biggest frustration? What do you love to do? At times, I'll write down some of her favorites so she sees that I'm really curious about who she is. Be a and student we have that little of your child. Be a student of your child, yeah. absolutely. And mm. have a date if you can, if, you, if you're able to uh, have those consistent moments. And I love to have a notebook with my kids, as you've heard before, John. Uh, this morning, my daughter said, hey, my notebook's at your place. Can you write me a little quote and a little note? And I'll write her a little encouraging quote that I find off the internet, something that is applicable to her, and then either a verse or something I hope for her. And sometimes just a little drawing, a heart, or I love you, or this is something I admire about you, or I've seen you do well. And so this is a daddy-daughter notes. notebook that you exchange back and forth. That's correct. I, see, I like that because I used to use just scrap pieces of paper and leave stuff lying around, and they gets thrown away, and those memories are gone. But you've, you're giving her a terrific little memento that she can carry with her, a reminder of your love. She has her notebook. I have mine. Sometimes I'll put mine <laughs> on, her, on her place, and I'll say, hey, I'd love to hear some words from you. Mm. Sometimes it's just as simple as a smile. Or a hug for your daughter and just saying, I love you. Mm. It can be as simple as that. It doesn't have to get complicated. It means you pressing pause on your own life, your own worries, your own stress, 
and taking time to enter into your daughter's moments and places and thoughts and dreams. I appreciate that. Well, check out our website for further help in really strengthening that connection with your daughter. We've got articles, and uh, we also have Jesse Manassian's book, Family, How to Love Yours and Help Them Like You Back. Uh, We'll send a free copy of that when you make a donation of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. So, uh, as I said, check out the episode notes, and uh, while you're there... At our website, look for the free digital download of the whole conversation that we had with Jesse Manassian. Next time, we'll be starting a conversation about decluttering and how you can help your kids do that. Uh, It won't be guilt for you. It'll be help for them. And until then, on behalf of Danny and the team, I'm John Fuller. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.